Assalamu alaikum. <laughs> All right, had a little uh, little hiccup there. I'll say it again because I like saying it. Assalamu alaikum. May the peace that only God can give be upon you. You are listening to Radio Islam, and I'm your host, Tariq el We are broadcasting on WCB 1450 AM, streaming live at www.wcb1450.com. Okay, we've gotten all that good stuff out of the way. Well, no, one more thing I'm going to tell you. Uh, remember us on your social media, uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all at Radio Islam USA. And do not forget that you can always listen to any episodes you hear that you like. Hopefully you like them all. You can go to SoundCloud, Google Play, iTunes, tune in, and re-listen. So follow us on wherever you get your, uh, your podcast at Radio Islam USA. Now let's get into why we are why we are back. We are back because we have with us in studio Amy L. Mateen. She is a what can I say about Amy L. Amy L. is a um, she's an activist. You are an activist. She's she's looking at me like like I'm saying something that she doesn't know about. But well, I'm going to say a little, a little bit about her, and then we're we're, we're going to talk with Amy L. Okay, so she is a, uh, a native of Flint, but we claim her now, Chicago. She's a, na- a native of Flint, Michigan, works with the Inner City Muslim Action Network, also known as Iman, and is accountable for their high-level administrative functions, human resources, and event management, which means she works awfully hard, <laughs> does a whole lot. Um, she was drawn to Iman through her appreciation of organizing and advocacy programs. Her parents were storied community activists in Flint, Michigan, and for the last 20 years, Amiel has followed in their footsteps. Amiel is also an avid runner and coach who has completed over 30 races. That's right, 30 races, including the 2015 Boston Marathon. In 2008, she founded the Akila Nisa Project, an organization created to inspire, empower, and provide life skills training to young women and children. Amiel received a Bachelor's of Science in Business Administration and Economics from Greensboro College. She's also been certified as a professional in human resources by DePaul University. Now, we probably won't have time to get into the human resources aspect, but... <laughs> but That's but, fine. We but, can but, stick with the rest of it. <laughs> but, but i got to give you a proper assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam. Thank you so much for having me. Well, it is a pleasure. It's yeah. a pleasure. Uh, where should we start? Um, what do you, what do you want to start? You want to start with the running uh, or you as an act? Uh, okay, give us some. Sure, either one. Running is fine. We'll start with running. Sure, we can start with running, and that'll probably that'll that'll lead us into right. Lead us into my yeah. other service, community service type things yeah. that I do. Yeah. So, how long? When did you start running? So I marked the age of eight years old is when okay. I remember running. Um, when I. I guess knew that I could run and compete, could compete. I had a really good coach at Garfield Elementary in Flint, Michigan, um, Carl and Dr. I mean, Dr. Watkins, Mr. Watkins were my coaches and they um, spent time with me and uh, I discovered that I could run. And I first competed in a, a, a race in um, around eight years old, but my first real race I would say was about 12 years old when I com- competed in a game called Canusa was a, uh, in Flint there's this Canada versus USA, so it was called Canusa, and it was a competition that was in Flint, Michigan, and I ran the 400 meter race in that um, that competition. It was it was really fun. I had no idea what I was doing, and I just went out there, and my mom made me these shorts, and uh, they weren't fitting for track and field, but yeah. it's what I had, and I appreciated it, and yeah, uh, and I, I ran that race. So 
How did you Around do? eight years old. I did really well. I ran this race and the, um, I think about this often, but the timekeepers, after you finish running a race, you stay in your lane. So the timekeepers looked at, you looked at the time, they looked at me, and then they looked at the time again, and they, I don't know what it was about. I can't, I don't remember my time. I want to look back and find what it is, but um, it must have been pretty fast because they wanted us to run it again because they thought the time was wrong. So I don't know what it, what it is, and I think that's really a lot of my story in running. It just kind of, I do it, and I don't know what's going on a lot of times. <laughs> no, I'm kidding, but I don't, I don't know what the discussion was during that race. But I, I know yeah. what it was. I know it was super fast. Was. They looked, they looked, okay, because I, I would imagine um, that you were not, you are probably proportionally, your height was proportioned to your age, <laughs> which means that you were, you were not very tall. I was, and I was very small, very And small. you probably put up a time that was just, that just didn't match. It didn't, it didn't look like it made sense. I say we go with that. I like that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, because, because I've seen you run. Yeah. Now, and it still doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> <laughs> Like how how is somebody how is uh, I, I I don't know can I throw your height out there? Sure. Okay. So how, how tall are you? I'm about five four, a little under, just a tiny bit under five four. Yeah, yeah. It's and, five three and seven eighths actually. Yeah. So when I see <laughs> you're five foot three and seven eighths running, I'm thinking to myself, how is somebody five three and seven eighths running that fast? Yeah, you stay within that that five three and seven eights. You don't go too far out of it, or too or too far under. You stay right there in the pocket. Yeah. Stay right there in that. Let's that let, let's jump groove. Let's jump forward a little bit. All right. So the uh, the twenty fifteen that wasn't the last. You, you've run because I think we saw you ran. I've run, but I haven't run any races since two thousand fifteen. That was the last marathon. Boston was the last. Oh. No, I have run since then. 2016 or 17, I ran uh, Chicago, but 2015 was Boston Marathon. Yeah. Okay. Now, what gets you up to run that 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 type of distance? Because we're starting talking about a 400 meter. That's that's a sprint. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and 26 point what two miles or three miles? Or? 26.2 miles, yeah, that's right. 40-some-odd yeah, kilometers. Yeah, so yeah. That's, a, that's a big difference. Yeah. That's a huge difference. What? <laughs> so you just have to love running, period. You have to love running, and you also have to have some type of uh, um, self-motivation and like a mental toughness about you, mental tenacity. And I'm not even really talking about myself this time, but yeah. You just have to have those components. I also ran a cross country. So I've run a little more than a 400. I've run uh, anything from a 100 meter dash to an ultra marathon through the Ragnar Relay from uh, a relay race that took me from Wisconsin. And you run from Madison, Wisconsin to Chicago, Montrose Avenue Beach with a team of people, not just by myself, it's with a team of people. But yeah, a lot of it is mental toughness. A lot of it is mental t tenacity that you have to have to do it. Um, what I work from, from running that much, I think it's a lot of mental toughness, a lot of mental tenacity that you have to have because at some point physically you know that you can do it. I feel like everybody can run a block or everybody can run. Mostly everybody can actually run. After a certain point, it's just like, you know, do I want to run? <laughs> 
Yes. Why am I running? It's, it comes down to those things like that. Like after mile 18 of a marathon, you're asking questions like, do I need to do this? Or, <laughs> you know, my feet are hurting and things like that. But it comes down to like your mental toughness, your mental tenacity, what you have left, you know, up here. There was a quote I recall uh, in, in an interview uh, Will Smith did. I think it was with Tavis Smiley. He was talking about what makes him him. Mm. Uh, what makes him unique or successful. And he says, because I'm willing to die on a treadmill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He says, you, you won't outwork me. Wow. Does that, do, do you feel like that, that captures the, the, the thoughts uh, or the spirit that, that you have when you're running? Like you just won't, I will not stop. I won't let yeah. anything deny me. I know my, well, most of the marathons that I've run, my very first one, most definitely, I ran that one without, most of the marathons I've run, I've run without stopping. Really? It's difficult to stop and start in a marathon for me. Some people use the uh, run-walk method throughout a marathon, but mine, it works best for me if I just run. The very first one that I ran, <clears throat> excuse me, was in Chicago, and I, again, didn't know a lot about what I was doing, but I ran that one the entire way. I didn't stop for anything. I didn't so, stop one step. So, so your training, so your training obviously was not the same for that first one that you did, um, in in comparison to all the ones that have come after it. Correct. But it was just a matter of just mental toughness and will. Absolutely, yeah. For most of them, I would say, but. I would say for all of them, yes. Uh, it's just that I became more aware of it the more, maybe by the second or third marathon, I became aware of you know everything that was going on with my, you know, mental state and with my you know body physically and and how I treated it uh, during the trainings and during the race. Mm. It just became more aware. But the first one definitely. Okay, tell us a little bit about the the ultra marathon. The rag was it the Ragnar? Ragnar relay. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So Explain that, that. Yeah. so that's a relay race that they have throughout the nation, and I don't know if it's international um, or not. But they, there's a race where it consists of either six team members or twelve team members, and you're running from one state to another state sometimes, and sometimes it can be within the same state. But they're usually over 150 miles. I think the one that we ran was about 200 miles. I've done it with a 12-man uh, team, and I've done it with a a um, six-man team. And they've both been mixed teams, uh, uh, six women, six men on the 12, and then three women, three men on the, the six-man uh, team. So it's basically everybody run, running a, an ultra marathon, and that means that you're running for um, total uh, of your legs total. It's over 26.2 miles. So 26.2 miles and up for each one of the, the racer, uh, runners on the, the team. And how long did that take? Oh, wow. That took, I want to say 30, gosh, I want to say 30-some-odd hours. Of continuous running. Of continuous running for the entire team. Yeah. So you run a leg. Mm -hmm. Your team meets you at the next exchange. You get on the van. Somebody gets off. They run a leg. And you keep this up until you reach the um, finish line. For the six-man team, it's almost like you're running continuously because you don't have as much as a break as you do with a 12-person team because if you're the first runner and then you're going to be running again in 13 
your runner first one, your runner thirteen, your runner whatever the numbers are, and then for the six, your runner one, then runner seven, then runner thirteen. So it goes like that. But so, how long do you run each each time? Each Say time it, if, it if varies. It's the Twelve. It varies different uh, amount, d different uh, distances each time. You can have a two mile. I think my first leg, the last time I ran, was a ten k. So I ran six point two miles. My longest, <laughs> excuse me, my longest distance, or the longest distance I think somebody ran was almost a half marathon on their leg. Really? Yeah. Uh, but it's already, it's predetermined. It's predetermined, right. It's everything's already written. They have the certain exchanges. There's uh, support on the, uh, on, the ex in the ex on the exchanges, and there, there's some parts, uh, and you're running through the night. Uh, it could be 2 a.m. I think I ran at 4 a.m. one day, uh, one race, and maybe 2 a.m. at some other point. But you're running through the night. You're hardly sleeping. Um, you're on one van together. It's it's pretty intense. You become yeah. really close with a few people. I can imagine. I can imagine. <laughs> now, you said you believe that everybody can run. Um, so I, I'm not going to delve too much. I'm just going to use that as, as, as a jump-off point for, the, okay. for, this, for this question, right. which is... But those people who want to get into running, what is the first thing that you tell them? Because you, you, you also train, you train people, mm -hmm. right? So what is the first thing you tell folks? I tell people not to bite off too much. I think sometimes when people are beginning running, they feel so good. They think, yeah, I can do this. And I run with some people at the first, and they're out there, they're running really fast. They're like, oh, no, I feel good. I'm going to run ahead of you. You know, and then a block, they're like, <laughs> you know, I should, I should have done that. And then the next day they're really sore. And then it's like three weeks later and they haven't run. So I tell people, don't bite off too much. Pace yourself. You know, harness that energy that you feel in that moment and just hold on to it and pace yourself. Slow down. Don't run too fast. Don't, don't go out too fast with regard to, um, like, taking that one day and running everything out that you have instead of just, like, you know, harness that energy that you feel. Mm -hmm. Just hold on to it and stay, um, run slow. Just take your time, you know, the first time that you go out. But just don't take a too big of a bite the very first time. That energy that you have and you think you have, sometimes it's not as much energy. Um, it's not as much energy, energy as you think you have. So just kind of take it slow. Pace yourself. You'll use the energy. It'll it'll definitely become come a time that you'll have to tap into that energy that you had and and uh, right. use it to to run or whatever you may be doing. Now, do you tell people because um, accessories are big? People, you know, they decide they want to go play tennis, so they go out and hmm. buy a racket and wristbands and and tennis shoes and all of that. Uh, and the same for running. Uh, for that new person. What do you advise that new person when it comes to those types of accessories? Do they need to, do they need to go out and buy a particular pair of shoes, uh, you know, warm-ups and all of that? Uh, warm-ups. I would definitely. I'm, I'm old to say that. <laughs> I'm thinking of, well, when I first started running with a, a Max Fitness group on the south side of Chicago, I refused to buy anything. I said, I'm just going to run in what I have. I had these shoes that were too small. They were like these cross-trainer shoes and I had a bunch of like cotton warm-ups and cotton shirts and mm. there was one run I went out, it was raining and I went out, we ran out maybe six miles or whatever it was and then we came back, it's raining. And all of a sudden everything that I had on was like five inches you know, longer. My pants were 
uh, on the ground and I was wet. And that was the day, the day after, maybe the day I went out and actually bought some running gear. So it's very important to buy the appropriate gear for whatever sport that you're in. It yeah. absolutely works. Yeah. It really works, yeah. Just as long as you're going to use it and not be a poser. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You definitely want to use it if you're going to buy it. <laughs> yeah, that stuff is not cheap. Not, and, it sure isn't. And I'll say that when I, when I went out and bought uh, some some nice running shoes and and they made a they made a big difference. Mm -hmm. But I don't think I followed your advice as far as not uh, biting off more than I could chew. Yeah, that yeah. it's it's tough to do. It's tough to do because you you feel great. I mean, it's it's a, you get a you get like a rush from it sometimes. But yeah, it's it's tough to do. It's tough to do. And you think about all the other runners that you know in the shows and the, all the you know sports or whatever. So it's kind of tough to not want to yeah, mimic that. We hear people running thirty races and. Uh, and you say, I can run a race too, but uh, maybe not. <laughs> no, but let me ask, does, um, does diet, is, does that go hand in hand with being a runner? I think so. I mean, diet plays a really big part if you're one who's training for, um, I mean, you're seriously training for something. I'd say a diet is really a really big part of it. Um, I know I when I'm really in my training mode, like when I was training for Boston, I was um, watching what I ate, my hydration, and I was just really conscious of it, really mindful of what I was eating throughout the day. And uh, before my tra long run training days, I would be mindful about what I was eating when I was eating. Um, and I know you didn't ask about this, but even you know how much sleep I was getting, how much water I was taking in for the day. I had a coach actually for the, when I was training for the marathon and he helped me gauge all those things that I needed. But you don't need a coach to do that. You can definitely do those things on your own. Just be mindful of what you're eating and how it makes you feel listening to your body as far as how the foods that you're eating are affecting your, your body, your system. And if you're running, you, you just have to kind of test it and gauge it and determine what's good for you, what's bad for you. But it definitely does have an impact on your performance. How has running impacted your professional life? I have to tap into it. I tap into it a lot with regard to just the mental toughness, mental tenacity, and just the physically how, just physically how much your body can, um, can take. Um, I don't know, I shouldn't say it like that. Just like, I think the mental toughness and just knowing like the human body, how much it can, how much we restrict it. And having been a marathon runner, and even, you didn't ask me about this either, but I've been doing this 30 day fast. Those two things just- I was going to. Okay. No, so, <laughs> but those two things just, just makes me realize how much we, I restrict my uh, body, how much I restrict my mind as far as, you know, how much I can really, really, really do, not just physically, uh, but um, mentally, um, spiritually, just in, in every aspect of my life. So um, I actually forgot the question. But it's quite all right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, no you, you answered it. Uh, I was asking how has running affected your professional, uh, professional life? Yeah. And... Uh, yeah, and yeah, just I've had to tap sense. into those experiences as a runner with regard to really everything, not just professionally, but I do refer to it a lot in my professional life and um, the other things that I do in life. I do tap into my experiences as a runner quite a bit. Okay. 
Are you taking on um, Are you taking on new clients uh, that are that? I just figured I'd throw that out at you. <laughs> since, 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 since we're here talking with the Radio Islam family. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I enjoy coaching. I enjoy taking on new clients. I enjoy taking on beginner clients. I enjoy taking on um, uh, people who are interested in running and making it uh, like a lifestyle because I like to, I don't know, I see running as uh, a lifestyle. And I guess I see running as being... Um, a roadway and a connection to other parts of of life so yeah I mean yeah I do take on new clients I am taking on new clients I will I don't have any now but yeah if somebody wants to run and definitely so all right uh, so aside from running to you uh, on the street uh, how would they how would they get in touch with you oh my gosh they could email me to my yeah. personal email leanonaim at gmail.com right. what was that Lean on aim at gmail.com. Okay. All right. All right. That, that's great. I just, just thought I would ask since we had a, 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 a marathoner uh, in, this, in the studio. So Absolutely. Just, it made sense. Yeah. Uh, so do you feel like you can do anything? Is that anything you put your mind to? Is that one of the – because from, from the outside looking, <laughs> looking in, does, is, that, is that the right way? Yeah. It seems like that would be something that you would, you would think. I've ran it's all night. It's pretty funny. What's that? No, it's like, you know, I've ran all night. I've ran 30 different races. I've ran countless marathons. Anything I put my mind to, I could probably do it. That's accurate. I would go with that. Anything I put my mind to, I could probably do it just like you said it. So, yeah, I'll, I'll go with that. Yeah, <laughs> I do see a lot of things I can do, and I'm like, no, just hold back. You can't. You shouldn't do that, or you can't do that. But, yeah, it's a... Uh, it's limitless. You do feel like you have a, a long list of things that you can do. Yeah. Well, listening to it's you talk, what I see, you said it's a lifestyle, right? The diet and, and the running, they go hand in hand. So I'm thinking that I'm going to start eating as if I am training to live a really long time. That's what I'm going <laughs> to start thinking. And I'm, I'm going to see, I'm going to see if that works. Uh, Radio Sun family, I was on the fast also. I don't know if I, I might have even mentioned it before. <laughs> I made it four days, <clears throat> and it was just the, the, the whole lemonade uh, thing and, you know, water, but uh, yeah, I made it four days, and that was it. It's so, tough. Yeah, and you were on day what? This is the last day. Really? This is the last day, so tomorrow, yeah. Okay, well, you're yeah. going to have to ease back into regular Ease back into food. it, right, yeah. Wow. Well, congratulations. Um, you are an inspiration. Yeah. Alhamdulillah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, you do another 34s. Uh, no, no, thank you. Next year, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Next now, year, maybe. Now, before we, before we close out, because I see the clock is, is chasing us, mm -hmm. um, are you planning to run another marathon? Are you going to be doing Chicago again? After I ran my last marathon, I promised I would not run another marathon. Um, who did so, you make that promise to? I made that promise to myself, and I announced it to a few people. Okay. <laughs> so I don't know. I may have been thinking about it lately. I'm definitely running, uh, coming up and running the Shamrock Shuffle. Um, so I'm committing to that right now. The marathon, to just commit to that mentally is, is pretty tough. So, But right now I'm not planning to run another one, but definitely shorter distances, like 8Ks, 10 miles, and maybe a half marathon. Okay. Maybe a 25-miler. 
Yeah, that's under marathon distance, so I could I could definitely take that. Off. <laughs> well, I thank you for coming in and, and talking with us. Uh, Thanks for having me. Yes, yeah, it's been a pleasure. Um,